<sighs> right, ready? What are we talking right. about today? What's his, what's the topic? So sorry, I, I know you've not read any of the fucking prelim. Um, Jim Bob <laughs> has just started up on his own. So we're going to he talk hasn't business. He just started up on his own. Well, no, but well, you have in the grand yeah. scheme of things, haven't you? Yeah, so, it's just I, a long process. It's just, I am on my own, I'm not on my own, mate. So Step yeah, we're going to have a double about that. Jim Bob's talking about where he came from, where we all know you from, but just briefly. Whatever, I don't care, I'll talk about anything. So obviously ex Nagy, so we'll briefly touch on that. We're not going to dwell on it. We want to move on. But yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about Tom or anything like that. I just but want just to let you say, obviously he's working for him. Now you're on your own. Yeah, that's, that's it. I don't that's want no to ask more questions that. about him and shit like that because if he wants to come on, he can. He won't. No, um, because he know he'll get upset because I ripped his his clad his clad his thingy video. Listen, everyone's ripped him at some point. <laughs> I like him though. I'm a fan. He's the best YouTuber by far. Right, ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome. We're back. Monday Club, um, Electrician's Podcast Monday Club. Um, tonight, we've got a special guest, Jimbo, the electrician. Yo, what's happening? So Jimbo is, if you, for those of you who don't know, used to work for Tom Nagy, the king of YouTube, uh, electrical YouTube. And now um, he has gone out on his own and we are going to talk about the trials and tribulations of setting up by yourself, especially as a young lad, um, and, and like how it's been, what it's been through, any top tips and all the, all the things to avoid. So, without further ado, Jamie, why are you sitting there with a dumb look on your face? Because you need to read that, because you need to the sponsor. Well, I'll get to the sponsor in a minute. <laughs> I'm just sat waiting. I'm, I'm not sure the new flow of this new system, under the new regime. But so, I am here. And I'm on time. That's the most important thing. Well, you're not. So, just so <laughs> as everyone knows, as always, Jamie, do the honours. We are sponsored by Verso. Verso do uh... fuse boards, sockets, switches, all the accessories you need to rewire a house successfully. Now, their fuse boards are awesome. Their buzz bars are silver plated. And, and they've got new f- small form factor AFDDs. So go and check them out. Uh, in the show notes below, um, on audio and on YouTube, go and check them out. Have a click on there and uh, see what's good. Also, head over to my install um, at versoelectrical.co.uk and sign up for all the top tips and tricks coming out in the industry so far. Why? Right, and if I'm not mistaken, we'll be covering that later, won't we? Because I think I seen someone fitting on YouTube earlier. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> might give me a sneak peek there. Don't know. I'll just turn up, mate. So today I thought I'd rock a luminous yellow. NASCAR. I was going to say, you look to be... Very nice. You look like you're friends with... You know what I mean? I don't Listen, it, all I'm looking... saying is... I you look it. like you're in a baby grow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you look like George Dawes. What <laughs> 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 are the scores? Sam's got all these big baby grow. No, do you know what? I bought it in Primark the other day. My missus hated it, and I thought, well, when am I ever going to wear that? Never. Are you going to wear it now? Wear it <laughs> so, yeah. So, sorry for any visual viewers. Uh, you have to look somewhat like, look, look, look like my child. Honestly. Um, I've got some news, actually. News. Does Does Jimbo want to talk, or are we just going to talk over? I'm just going to do the news no, first you, before we start. You, 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 can, you do what you've got to do. <laughs> I read online the other day, and I finished yeah. From now on, if you read professional electrician, that counts as one hour of CPD. So I officially declare for all you listeners out there, yeah, if you listen to this shit for one hour, that's one hour of CPD. And if anyone says it's not, 
tell them to come and see me. So Hold yeah, can... first of all, <laughs> first of all, definitely don't take an hour to read professional electrician. No, no one has ever three seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's pages. like middle page. I can't confirm why or how that is the case, but they have said that's the case. So uh, I'm saying, if you listen to this, this is CPD as far as I'm concerned. Now, uh, in fact, I put this down as CPD on myself. Joe, you know last time we mentioned professional electrician, I've got a load of uh, load of emails and messages from them, coating me off, and they found all of our, they found anyone to do with the to do with us and coated us off. Do you not think these are connected, Sam? <laughs> do you not think this is connected to that? So yeah. Um, just by simply picking up a copy of an electric professional electrician and having it on the dashboard of your van for the next six weeks, you get one hour of CPD, and Decent. Sam gets one hour of aggro. So yeah, moving on. <laughs> what, what other news is there? Uh, what was there? Um, the electricians podcast is back. If you don't like swearing, so I just thought I'd let everyone know that and to chance to have a listen. Yeah, and uh, Jay the Spark, who we mentioned last week. It's going to come on because I, I mentioned it last week. Saying electricians, we're electricians podcast. You mean the electrician show? The electrician show. It's it's amazing how <laughs> Neil named that so similar, isn't it? It's almost like he did it on purpose and then listen, released his show on a Monday for fuck's sake, Neil. But anyway, nah, listen, it's all good. Um, a lot of love for them lot. Um, they do what they do. They do it different to us, and that's important because you don't want two of the same show, do you? No, you and want everyone to go over there. It's a life, isn't it? You want everyone, all the listeners want to listen to that and then realise how good they've got it here. <laughs> That's a dickhead. <laughs> what was the other bit of news? Um, Bellend. Little bit of feedback. I mentioned James Bart last week. Stop swearing. I'm about to cover that. I'm about to cover that. I mentioned James Bart last week. Oh, blank me when I asked him on. He's actually going to agree to come on now. So that's good. Brilliant. Feedback wise, Stuart in the comments. You've seen Stuart in the comments, haven't you? Stuart in the comments said we should try one without swearing, right? And I was going to, I'm generally going to cover this now in a serious matter, yeah? This is me. This isn't an act. <laughs> this is what I'm like. I'm, <laughs> I don't think you can manage it, Stuart. So sorry. No, and but this is, this I, is we appreciate your feedback and we generally do appreciate your feedback and that's why I mentioned it. A lot of the time I try not to, but then I get into a flow and I can't, can't help myself. I don't, I try not to drop big things, but every episode since you've been on, you've managed to drop. <laughs> Either a really bad swear word, a banned YouTube word, or covered a topic that is not okay. I'm getting better at doing all those things. Yes, you are. <laughs> but yeah, I'm getting better. Yeah, we're not putting it on. We're not doing it. Um, it's just how it comes out, mate. Because once I get into the sparky vibe, that's, I just act like I'm on site, basically. That's what this podcast is. Well, you shouldn't be on site talking like So that. I'll try my best to be not a potty mouth. But yeah, but what I wanted to say was what's important from that is we read that and... Sam's obviously read it because he picked me up before I mentioned it and I've read it and you, you're right, we'll give it a go, Stuart. So yeah, all feed. that's the first bit of feedback we've got. For a long it's not time. Negative, not negative, is it? But no, it's, it, a good it's the first bit of feedback where someone's raised a good point. So they're going, oh, great show, great show because we don't want to get stuck in that, that, that being sucked off, basically. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want everyone to go, oh, great, we are. I want people to say what's wrong. Yeah, done it. There you go. Sorry, no, I Stuart. can't do it. Listen, but, yeah, we Which don't want to box? get in an echo, echo chamber. That's what I want. We don't want to be in an echo chamber. Everyone said it's good. We want people to tell us what's bad like that. So, yeah, cheers to it. We appreciate it. Can we get on with the podcast now? Don't you want to do news and stuff? Oh, fucking hell, mate. I don't know why I bother. <laughs> <laughs> Jimbo, what's new in your life, mate? So, it broke up a little bit. Sorry. What's new in your life? What have you been up to? Um, oh. The, what, actually, let's go back a bit, mate. Let's go, go back right back. Let's go right back to the beginning. Now... 
did you st like so f like I said at the beginning you worked for Tom Nagy yeah. um, for a little while was that to finish your apprenticeship or did you do your whole apprenticeship with him no so I before I moved to Tom I was working for a company for six seven years so yeah. I done my apprenticeship with them worked from another four years uh, got my testing inspector with them and whatever and then uh, upload a picture to Twitter, a board I'd done, a three-phase board. And I, I think I, so I was watching YouTube at the time, like Tom, Nick Bundy, Arts, yeah. and whatever. So I tagged Tom in it, like I said, and he, he messaged me, if you ever want a job at London, message him, whatever. So like a year passed again, messaged him. And then, so I was just looking for a new job at the time, and he just said, yeah, come up. So then I just went up oh, here yeah. as a qualified spark, and that's, I was up there oh, for okay. a year there. So I thought you were a see, I... I don't really watch much YouTube, um, but no, that's cool. So you work with him, like obviously you were staying away from home um, and now you've, you've gone back to sunny Wales or rainy Wales. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, totally. especially the weather today anyway. Dreadful. <laughs> it's been like it here, mate. Don't worry about it. Uh, so what drew, what drew you back to Wales? Why did you go back away from the big smoke, as they say? It's obviously family, and you know, it's after a year. As much as you're enjoying it and loving life, you know it's hard. You you get two days back at home. You're you're cleaning, you're cooking, you're you're not seeing anyone. You try to play football, so you then down to one day, and then you just don't have enough time. I was what was you digging? Was you digging in London? Was you? Yeah, that's not good, is it? It's, it's so pants. No, I, but as I was saying earlier, I was enjoying it when I was doing it. It's not. I'm, I mean, like, like, I was enjoying it. I loved it. I loved it. The year. It was one of the best years ever. But it just, I, you know, it I, takes a toll. Does everyone go away? I I worked away. I did that stint. You know, like when you're younger, when you probably still your apprentice when you first had your time where you go away. I did it two years ago like an idiot. Yeah, but, you know, I don't want to. It's good. You know, when you're young lads, it's all right working around it. You go in different places, go in different pubs and all that kind of stuff. It's great. But when, when I worked in Barrow, there was loads of blokes there like, Away from the missus, mixed grilling weatherspoons every night. I just thought, fucking hell, I'm glad I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Don't it mind it now and again. Don't mind jobs, but it does get you down after. It can get you down for a while. I would imagine most normal people would get, get fed up Do of it. Do you have to pay for your own digs when you're staying up? Or is it covered? It was a mixture of both. We kind of had a green month, basically. But Did yeah. You Airbnb it then? Hotels. Oh. Mr. Big Star. <laughs> oh. yeah. Hotels in London. Oh. Yeah. And no, well, even on the outskirts, it's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it was good. I like, you know, back as, a young now, lad, but... as a young lad, it's an adventure, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It was like, I was quite closed. I want to say closed minded. I was quite closed into my town where I'm from. Like, you don't know what's out there. So, you know, I've never, like, thought, I've never even been to London at that point. Um, and going there, yeah, it was just, it's an eye opener. It does open your eye up to, there's a lot more than just your little town. Oh, it sounds so, like Gavin, is this Gavin a... and Stacey? Am I watching yeah. Gavin and Stacey? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's, I, I'm so comfortable in my job. I was there, like I said, six, seven years. You know, it's, people do get complacent and, mm. you know, stuck in your everyday normality. So actually doing that, it, it was, I'm not scared to do other things like that now, like trying different things. If, you know like, what, one mate? thing don't work out. That's a fucking really good life lesson for everyone listening. Is. You know, the Sunday... Because I want to, so fuck you. The sooner you get out of your comfort zone, the better. If something makes you feel uncomfortable, not, I don't mean sexual things, but if something makes you feel uncomfortable <laughs> like that, just do it. If you're not used to talking to people, 
talk to them more. If you don't want to work away because you're nervous about it, go and work away because that's the only way you're going to access them. Like public speaking's a big one. If if you do yeah. it, you get used to it. So yeah, fair one. That's good advice. That's just go and do it. I yeah, actually... I understand. It's same way. It's like jobs. I early in my early years, it's like jobs you like afraid to do. It's like you you dread it the next day, but I start over time. Just just get over it. Just go and do the job. And nine nine times out of ten, you smash out anyway. But you always panic. Now, to... As you'll know, now you're on your own. There's no one to go to, is there? You like no. You yeah. got to do it. You got. I'm going to do this job. You, yeah. you, you've got no one to go and ask. You're on your own. You're doing the job. You've got to. You've got to get it done. So yeah, fair one. See, so when you went back to Wales, I remember when you went back to Wales and you was working out your car for a bit, wasn't you? Yeah, yeah. I had a was it Chevrolet Lazetti. So I was using. I had issues with my Peugeot. So I was using that Chevrolet back before London. It, it was like a grand and a half when I bought it, and. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, I ain't got money for a van at the moment, so I'm going to have to use that. So, yeah, that was absolutely nightmare. But looking back now, it's like it's quite funny. Have you got what you got now? Are you, have you have you moved up? To yeah, yeah, I got a ca- Caddy Maxi now, and I got, I don't know if you watched Tom's videos, but the racking in the back of the Blingo. Oh, sorry, you fetched uh, it, yeah. You might fetch it. Yeah, so I got all that, I racked it out. It's nice, and it? funny enough, this fell over today, actually, so I got it everywhere <laughs> in the back of the van. But <laughs> I'm reminiscing now, because it sounds like me, mate. I started off... In a, I had a Skoda Felicia, then I got a Vauxhall Astra Estate, and then in the end, now I've got, a, I think I'm 40, well, I'm 40 now, and I finally got the van I want. I got a crew cab van. So it's nice to see people going through the same thing and look back and yeah. like, yeah, There's I remember the dark days. There's only one one thing I want is I want a, uh, I want a Ranger or a Amarok. Completely pointless. Jumping the Rangers would be a bit of pain in the arse. Yeah, they are. And listen, but you'll just want one. Just want one. I want it. I can't stop looking at them. I'm looking at them all the time on eBay and Auto Trade. I just want one. I just yeah, want I, one. I always wanted a crew cab, and I've got one now because I do more technical work. I don't need to put lengths in, but doing what I was doing now, contracting, I could never have had one because it had been shitted up. It Why had do you want a crew cab? Who wants a crew cab? It's not as if you've got loads of friends. Don't a, even lie about a man it. With, a man with four kids. <laughs> a man with two kids, sorry. <laughs> so four of us and a caravan got a total wobble box, and I. So yeah, I want the crew what? cab. Just you... best of both. Go away in your van. Yeah, mate. I've got a caravan. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a word for that. It's called traveller. No, because I've got to go to loads of festivals and that. So it's like you mean tent. festivals? You're 40. Like Isle of Wight festival. And then like, what? Loads of... Raving, mate. Drink <laughs> your family. And dancing. Yeah, take them all. That's what we've got a crew cab for. There's loads of kids festivals and that. But I don't want to poo in a, in a box. And I want to have a shower. So I bought a caravan. That's what I bought oh, it for. for just drop a sec. Just stop. We're start about me, it's about Jim, bro. No, listen, we're going off topic here. Who in their right mind at 40 years old wants to go to festivals? I'm I can a raver, think of mate. anything I, I want to do less than go I'll to a festival. I'll die a raver. I'll die a raver. Yeah? <laughs> Jimbo, do you even go to festivals? I have done. I, I, it's not for me, to be honest. I, I hate being dirty. I need to have a show every See, day. See, you need so, a like, ca- Jamie's point. You need, you need a caravan, idea, mate. But... Yeah, I, I, I've done V-Fest a few years back and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever done. Just, uh, yeah. See, I, I think, I, I just can't believe you drive around in a, in, in a caravan going to festivals. No, I don't get it. Well. I don't know if we could be on friends. On that bombshell. I don't know if we could be friends anymore, to be honest. You live in Kent. Weird. It's unsettling. Well, I want to. Uh, my name's Jamie Blayton, and I own a caravan. And I want everyone to know 
Yeah. But what I really want to know is more about Jim and he's self-employed. We are so off piece. We're in the lake again. Um, but Jimbo, but, so you get back to Wales and you think, right, I can do this by myself now. How's that gone, Phil? So I, it's, um, I didn't, obviously at the start, I didn't know anything about business. I've always been just a worker, worker, worker. So business side of things, I didn't know nothing. Um, so I spoke to obviously some people I knew um, and I, an old, my old supervisor before I moved to Tom, he got me in with a, a company working there, self-employed. So we were just doing, working in hospitals and whatever while I was setting up all my own stuff then, just, you know, gradually building it. And it's kind of how it's been. And now I was doing that, but I was doing that five days a week. So then I was doing my own stuff after work weekends. I, and that can get very tiring very quickly. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Someone, got familiar. Someone, familiar. someone today actually phoned me up about doing a, there's a fire damage rewire down the road. It's, and it's, I don't know, it's about 10 days work. They're like, you can do it after work. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm nah. What's interesting, Jim, is, is uh, what you, everything you said so far reminds me of myself, yeah? And I think loads of people say that. You started off in a car, moving up to a van. I bet you had no tools, did you? Like, oh, I've only got one drill. I need this, that, and the other. It's all coming together now. What about the accountancy bit? Because that's the bit I think most people are scared of. I'll, I'll, you tell me how you found that. What's the crap with that bit? I don't mind it too much, to be honest. It's, I'm quite organised. <laughs> so, um, starting out, I was just using my personal car at the start, but I was keeping my receipt for... for anything I bought with materials and stuff like that, you know, I was, I was quite old trying to name envelopes and then I made my own Excel sheet basically where I was just tracking what I bought, where I bought it, how much. And then everything I earned, I just tracked 20% away. No matter oh, what. Mate, my... you, have you been reading my business card? This is literally, I can't, I can't <laughs> fault your methods at all. Can't fault yeah, your methods. It was, it was, it's just basic. I, just, I still do it now. I just, whatever comes into my business account now, I just chuck 20% away. And that's for my end of year taxing. What about but, accountants there? Because that's what I was getting at. But what you said there, I would, I would, I would echo that. If you go on your own, twenty percent of it, just put it in a separate bank account. So it's not yours. And if you've that registered, twenty percent goes in there and all. Excel can't fault that because it's it's basic, it's cheap. But what about account? There is. But if you learn to use Excel, you'll never get let down. And you know that, Sam, because you bum Excel. I do. I love an Excel spreadsheet. spreadsheet. I love an Excel spreadsheet. You can move on to Sage, QuickBooks, or whatever. In hey, yeah, but at the start, if you use it. Yeah, that at the start, you'll never regret learn to use Excel. Lincoln, no, hundred So when you, when you say accountancy, do you mean affording things? There or if I was going to say, if I had one bit of advice to anyone going to business, yeah, if I was going to sell myself a business course of twelve ninety nine a month, which you can, no, not really, the one thing I would say to people is records, 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 which you're doing. Every single receipt is 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 a money back of the of the tax man. And the one thing I would say is get a good accountant, but don't go to like get a good accountant who's at your level, so who deals with small business. I've had one for twenty years who's been fantastic. They saved me more than they give them. But I didn't know how you I tackle that because for someone who doesn't know, that's maybe like an unknown. And that is my top yeah. advice is get a good accountant. Uh, for me, for the first, I've only had to do one um, self-assessment so far, really, because I've only been like two years self-employed. Yeah. So the first self-assessment, um, the accountant with Tom helped me do it because she was from Wales as well. Oh, so she oh, went oh you both people sit together right in English, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So she helped me through it the, the first time. Um, 
And obviously, I am not doing another one since now. Um, so I'll have to pay that amount now this January, which I have got to pay. Oh, but, did you do it, like, did you it yourself? Yeah, she helped me through it. So she, I went up there, sat down, and she just went through it with me. I'm not going to do it again this time myself, though. I'd rather just mm, pay, like, say, an account and uh, just just get it done. I know I got the money there because I've been putting it away. Um, and just, yeah, pay someone else to do it. Go all my How receipts ready so for them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, it's weird, but I, I just need to be all, if I'm not organised, I just get stressed. Like, it's weird. I need uh, to know everything's in place. I know a guy, he might listen, so I've got to be careful, yeah? I'll gen- I'll make him generic now. We'd go down to, a, we'd go to work and I'd, he'd go, come and subby with me, yeah? Yeah, nice one. So you're going down the motorway, get the coffees in at cost or whatever, you're you two hours away from anywhere. And he'd, he'd be around, he'd go in and get them, he'd jump in the van, he'd throw it on the floor. I'm like, what are you doing, mate? Oh, I can't <laughs> be asked to put that through my box. Like, two coffees in a motorway service station, back then was like eight quid. Probably more now. Yeah. Well, you can have 20% back of that as that straight away and then you'll get I'm not, I'm not sure the internet's don't accounts but some of that is a deductible expense isn't it but if you're thinking yeah. like that for 8 quid here 4 quid there 3 quid there if I go and buy one night I went to the hardware store today and bought some key rings you know the ones you put your keys on the circles 97p I will put that through my box I don't let anything go if anyone's having that money it's me and I think that's, that's northern isn't it that's the well, yeah, but I'm not as northern as Mark, which is why I've got me here. But I think don't let anything get away. Don't let anyone have anything. No, if you it, can claim it all back. You, all you grab is just like a little box in your van, car, whatever. And just as soon as you buy something, just chuck it in there. Like for me at the minute, I'm not buying loads and loads of materials because I'm still doing self-employed work. Obviously, mm. I do a couple of jobs a week myself. And I'm not spe- I'm not like receipt, receipt, receipt. So it's not like massive amounts of paperwork I have to keep on. But if I get the odd Friday spare or weekend spare, I'll just... Chuck it like I said on Excel sheet, catch back up, and then it's there. Ready? Yeah. What's but so, I, I, because what? you're so sensible about it, which is which is not not that we're thinking you're gonna come in and be like useless, but because you're so sensible about it, what what have you learned now? What's the one tip you'd give to someone who's starting their own? And you're two years in aren't you? So what would you say? Hang on, you make sure you do this. Mm. So I've got accountants, and that's where I'm gonna go. We'll all do one. I'm going to counter, get a good accountant, can't go wrong. What about you, I'm not. I'm not rushing. I'm not rushing anything. I'm not trying to push my business so quickly where I'm going to bankrupt myself. I'm just slowly, like I've said. Like I said, I'm still doing self-employed work. I'm not crying out for work. I've got my own jobs coming in when I want them every week, and I just keep everything organized and just build it slowly. I'm only 24. I got plenty of time to grow the business. Why rush it? That's my thinking of it. It's if you and rush you can buy things, a house can... in Wales for like a fiver. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, I. I Bought a one bed flat. I bought it three years ago, I think. So I got a cheap mortgage. I'm set. Like I just, just slowly build up, and I'm all right. This guy, this guy's <laughs> properly, <laughs> properly set, isn't he? But like you well, said, it, was like, wanna... it cost me like a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> Too perfect because it's a flat. No, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I remember I've done, I've done it myself. Sam's obviously got his own firm because he's a contractor. I've had a full limited company that I built up from now. And uh, yeah, I'll, I think I'll be most... honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I'm. It's not really my own firm. I am... Yeah, but you're sole trader, aren't you? Yeah, but you know what? It's This is the thing about being self-employed agency, self-employed subcontracting. You're not really self-employed. Well, you are and you're not. You're doing... You're doing it, you've got a key called, books, aren't you? No, it's what's referred to as bogus self-employment. Well, yeah. Yeah, but you're not you're still... really self-employed. You've still got all the rules of being PAY generally, unless you... Like... At the at the basic level, you're still PAYE, right? But you just don't have any benefits. At, and I'm not saying that 
what I'm saying is, after you've been in it a long time like me, you find your way around it and navigate it to work for you. So I don't, I'm quite free. I get to come and go as I please. If I want to go home at two o'clock or whatever, I can do whatever I want. But that's See, that means you're not bogus self-employed, don't you? Yes. That's part of the rule. I have worked it so as I can be like that by having good relationships with the people I work for. Most of the time, though, if you're just a subby, a subby spark, turn up with your tools, labour only, you're not really self-employed. You do your tax return at the end of the year, that you rinse it out as much as you can to get the biggest lump of money mm -hmm. back. Um, but again, here's my top tip for anyone who's self-employed. Don't put through the minimum amount um, if you're doing a tax return, if you want to get a mortgage or if you want to get any type yes. of credit. Yeah, it good one. bums you badly because i've been there when we when we went to get our mortgage there's like well you only earn like 26 grand a year what do you, what do you think you're gonna get and i was like oh do you know what i mean because you're you're putting so much through and trying to get the biggest lump at the end of the year like eight grand tax returns and stuff like that you've really got to rinse it out and if you are trying to set yourself up in life for anything don't do that it has a negative effect what i will say is i want to interject is this we we're on about some won't reply to an Instagram like our because can't be asked, no. but we are doing some lives, right? If you want to know anything about subbing or contracting or agencies, Sam is the absolute man to deal with it. Not that I'd fucking say about anything else, he's an asshole. Yeah, but if anyone is interested in, in speaking to Sam about that, would you like to watch one hour live where he will answer all your questions because he's he's on it? Yeah, so, I, yeah. so I, I if would any of you are watching. Well, you're good because you said you would the other day before I spoke about this. But yeah, I've been a limited company for 20 years. I'm more enough to do that. So if anyone is interested, every live, we're going to do some lives now where it's ask us anything. It's only be worth watching if you're going to ask us questions. And if anyone likes the idea of that, let us know because I'm sure there'll be people watching this going, oh, what about this? What about that? I even to Jim, like, oh, you, because Jim is in this position here where what I think to myself sometimes is, I've done all right. You know what I mean? Could I do it again now? If I was 24 like Jim, could I do it again? Because social media's there, advertising's different. It's all changed. I was a lunatic at 24. I was a lunatic. <laughs> I was self-employed from 21, but it's all changed. That's what the, the thing is. Like you say, I was a lunatic as well, like yourself. But could, could I... You, I know you're using social media, Jim, but I don't think I could have dedicated uh, that much time when, at that age. How successful yeah. is social media being for growing what you're doing? Oh, massive. Like, I, yeah, 100%. I wouldn't have got a lot of my work. A lot of my work does come from YouTube. People watching my YouTube. Wow. Um, That's the, the second week we've had this, isn't it? It's the second week yeah. we've had the same thing up, which is really interesting. Yeah, is it? We speak, me and Sam were speaking off camera a little bit. I was explaining, like, my YouTube, I lose money on. I lose a lot of time on it. Like, mm. I, like you sit on about I editing me learning to use Premiere Pro. I spent hours last night. I was up till like, half level and just editing the video to upload a day. And I was the second part of it, so I'd already spent a load of hours doing it. Then I'm recording the video. It takes so much time, and like if I gotta pay someone to record me or mm. pay things for the video, it you lose. I have a really long YouTube. arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at me. No, but it, it's just it, it, it. That's what people don't realize. It takes so much. But time. you get in the. But, but, but take that time. I don't know how much on a day, but take that time and put a monetary value on it. Would you spend that on advertising like maybe I used to or people of my generation used to in little magazines and papers? That's an interesting mm -hmm. juggle. But yeah, yeah. it's uh, but you yeah. with it. You know what I mean? It's fit, good output and stuff like that. And you, yeah, you know where you're I, at. I don't 
I don't check out willy nilly now. Like I, when I first started, I was putting out crap videos. Looking back at it now, so I only upload what I'm happy with now, and I'm yeah. not rushing. I, I'm I not, actually I'm watched not... you comment on someone's video where you said, "I think it was Corey's, wasn't it?" And you went, "I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to put out." I'm sure it was yeah. you. You went, "I'm going to yeah. put out when I'm happy," and I think they. Uh, t- to be honest, I think they're the best YouTubers when they put out when they're happy. Yeah, they're the ones I watch. Yeah, it is better. Like I don't. Like I say, we don't, I, I'm not in YouTube to make money. Obviously, some people may be, but that's not it for me. It's more of like a CV. People see what I do. If people want me to come do some work from, they know what I'm like already. So it's just a good, like like you say, advertisement. And it also helps people. It's like, why I don't mind doing it, but I'm not going to upload every single week. I would never be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, What's interesting as well is obviously we had Willis on last week, who's 20 years old in the same Wills. Day, exactly the same thing. Wills. You say Willis every time. He's not a Jeep. Well, that, I'm sure it. Willis was on last because <laughs> um, if he was a Jeep, you'd be riding him, wouldn't you? No, <laughs> he was on last week. Twenty years difference, and he's saying the same thing in a different area, which is really interesting. So yeah, it's. Uh, I don't, I don't understand know how you get local, like how you get local work from it. Because how do they know that you're? Well, I suppose if you're watching it, but I don't understand how it works. I really don't. Maybe I'm just at that age. I'm, so I'm just. I've just had um, like people message me you're always a bit reluctant reluctant when people message you you never know are they a bit like you know serious or they just you know but when you actually get chatting to them you get a vibe and then mm. you send them quotes I've had, I've, yeah i've had loads of work from i'm YouTube. doing i've got some work from our firms doing it i work i've got my own company but i also work for a firm just in case anyone didn't know i, I don't mention it much i've got some work to do in a certain area of the country i need some contractors first port of call was people this was today first port of call was people i'd spoke to on instagram and I knew where they were, and we chatted. And I thought, well, they're on Instagram. I've watched the work. I've spoke to them. They seem like they're considerate and caring. Well, I'll, I'll contact them straight away, and that's what I did. Which is so. In fact, I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm too old for it, but I'm actually using it myself, which is really weird. So, so tell me yeah, this. Tell me this quickly. What has been the hardest thing about going out and, and being your own boss? Uh uh time like i'm lit yeah no it is i at the moment i'm up about half five four six going to the gym having breakfast then to maybe do a little bit of paperwork after that going into work finishing work coming home editing a tiktok if it's youtube editing a youtube video and then cooking dinner by that time it's like almost nine o'clock and you're back to bed it's just repeat 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 so yeah it's just time i could do another four hours in a day wow so you're you're pretty dedicated to because what I'm trying to understand is what are your like what is your driving factor? Why are you doing this? What what where are you going in life? What is, I'm not going to ask you what, where do you see yourself in five years, but what I want to know is what's the end goal for you? It's a good question. I still I to be honest, with you I'm still working out. Like, it changes all the time. Like my <laughs> the first thing is. Everyone just wants to make loads of loads of money, loads of money, and that was kind of the thing at the start. Obviously, when you start to realize money's not everything, you want to be comfortable with money, and then but you also want to just be happy, live a nice life. Like what I'm doing now is not sustainable. If it, even if I was earning in hundred grand a year, I what's the point if I'm not using that time, my life to enjoy it? If that makes sense. Because I feel like. I feel like if you've got the work ethic, like you're saying, like this this grind that you're doing every day, you have to have a certain level of work ethic. Now, to ha- to work like that sustainably, you've got to have an end goal. 
are you just a weirdo that likes working like that? No, I, I, I don't know. It's just, I just want to see how far I can go into a point where, not that you don't worry about money, where you're comfortable. I, I work for myself every day, um, get to a point when you're about 50, you've got, say, like some sort of passive income where you've just got money coming in, you don't have to work every single day, living comfortable. Um, oh, I'm not expecting was... to drive around in Lambos and, you know. <laughs> oh, you're not going to Andrew Tate it then, no? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> don't badmouth Top G. Okay. <laughs> He's good at selling people. No, uh, hashtag, it's... hashtag free Top G. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not going to get into it. We'll do a separate podcast on it. Free Top G. Yeah. What I want to know is obviously, you do, is, is your work predominantly in Wales? Yeah. So obviously, I know, we know. Wayne A1, he's predominantly well. So, do you do you fight over that small patch or is she? No, I, 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 so at the minute, it's like I probably should go into a bit more. At the minute, I'm still doing a lot more, like a lot of self employed work consistently. I'm pretty much four days, like subbing um, work for a company who I do my friendship with. Um, oh, so you're subbing and doing your own work. That's the secret yeah, at the moment. Because basically, like, I got loans for my van, um, which I want to pay off. and Obviously, I got the mortgage bills and whatever. So I want to. That's a guaranteed in, income for me every single week with this company. They want me there week in, week out. Mm. That's guaranteed money for me. And then I have one or two days off a week to my own stuff, which I get consistently, where I earn, you know, uh, better money than I am working for the company. And I'm on my own for two days. And then I'll, like I say, and I slowly just build it up over time now, where maybe go down to three days on my own. Then forty, but like, so I'm not in no rush. To just jump out in the deep end. I'm, what, I'm happy doing sector? industrial work. Industrial, oh, okay. yeah. So I, I love doing the industrial. I much prefer industrial commercial over domestic. Okay. But I understand that for myself, I need to do domestic. But at the same time, I really love doing industrial. So I kind of want to keep doing that for the next probably four years either way. So I will be subbing for the next. You've got to do it, mate. When you start out, you take what you can, don't you? I remember like being set up for industrial work in a van, then going and fixing some downlights from old day because when you're starting off, shit's got to be paid for. See, yeah, no. It's... The thing is with all this, like, I can't do. I, I, I hate doing domestic work because when I moved down here, I was going out on my own, and I went, I went and got my 18th, and I signed up to Napier and all that sort of stuff. I was ready to go out on my own. And I picked up loads of work like, locally. I was doing quotes every night. I'd, I'd, I got a job at, I actually done a job in a school, all kinds of stuff locally. But I didn't like, I missed, I missed doing commercial mm. industrial. I didn't <clears throat> want to fanny about in people's houses. I hated it in the end. Mm. I had a couple of really nice clients locally. And then when I got that school job, I was like, do you know what? I just want to do this. I don't I think want to do domestic. It's also got some people love it, don't they? But I, I'm again, I'm the same. I just cannot be arsed with it at all. Even now, yeah. I said the weekly podcast, even mates asked us, can you move board? I don't care if you're my next door neighbour, not happening, done, dusted. And fair play to any people that do go out dragging super odds up walls and putting their hands through dead screws in floorboards and chopping little holes because they've just decorated, you know, and all that stuff. Just can't be doing with it at all. No, it's. It's just, yeah, it's just I, I, the balance I got at the minute is nice. I'd like to be on my own for a couple more days, probably. But like I said, it's more I got a guaranteed income at the moment, so I kind of need to pay off my loans. And then I probably will go down to do all my 
myself, but I'm just enjoying the balance. I enjoy like I said, doing industrial work, still learning a lot of the industrial. You'll never stop learning in that sector. And and just keep doing the domestic and just like I said, find the right customers. I'm not desperate for customers. I'm not going to work for I know six quid a day or some people charge no, stupid money. Man. I pick kind of pick my jobs. If I don't want to do a job, I don't have to do it. I got my wage in anyway. And then um there's you know, no problem with what you're doing as well. Like going back <clears throat> working for a firm, I mean when I started off, I used to work for Lafarge, uh, Tarmac, which are Lafarge, which were Blue Circle, for anyone remember back in the day, doing, making cement stuff. And when I left there, I went from being a heavy industrial electrician on a process control cement works to, to fanning around in people's asses. And when they asked me back to do some work for them, I bit their hand off because I was getting paid on my own to do work for them. And in the end, at one point, I did a three-year stint for them. I got come off site for about three years and I went back for another five years. And that's quite a large portion of my thing, but there's no wrong with going somewhere constantly. It's the pay wages and the one employer ad hoc. You provide them the service, aren't you? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, until, um, like I said, I, I find a lot of people jump straight in the deep end and rush, rush to grow the business. Like, it's a massive rush to do it. And I just don't, I don't see the rush in myself. I'm 24. I've got plenty of time to just slowly build my client base up, find the right customers, and just, yeah, go just do it's, it slowly. It's wise words. And what, what I would, got, I'll finish that, Sam. What I would add is, yeah, is, when, I'm sure everyone will agree with this when you start, yeah? No matter how many velocity bags you've got, DeWalt tools you've got, um, backhoe socket sets you've got, and all the other shit that I've got now, and that you see more older spots on Instagram, yeah? It doesn't matter a foot when you first start out. If you have to carry tools around a bucket, you do that, don't you? But a lot of people think you need all that gear to start when you don't. You just need to be a conscientious spark who can do the job, not have everything the best it can be. So, from, so... Are you going to branch out on your like branch out and try and get some commercial work, some industrial work, or or? I will. <clears throat> I think that I think that's a secret sauce for someone like yourself. You're obviously industrious. You obviously want to go and be your own boss. But like maybe if I was if I was twenty if I could, had this brain at twenty four, I'd have probably tried to get into doing co- my own commercial work. I agree, than- but. There's a lot. You need money behind you. I find with commercial industrial, you need like I, I would say at least ten grand behind you, in my opinion, mm. to do a lot of the industrial commercial jobs. And so that's when you start getting into your payment in th- like three months. That's when business starts to struggle. I'm not knowing any of that stand like that level yet. So I don't even want to touch industrial commercial until I got a bit of money behind me. All my like. And I see accreditations and all of that. Just oh, yeah, that's sure. miles away, miles away from where it's, I am. But I will get there, no doubt. But I yeah, could, I could have done. Looking back, because I'm reminiscing now, proper like I could have took on massive jobs and I could have been making loads of money. But you've always got the chance you could go bust. And I know people that have took on like massive blocks of flat and they're just gone. They just main builders took them. And I was. I weren't as steady as I weren't as steady as you. I think it was a bit more blase, you know what I mean, when I started out. Yeah. But um, I still didn't take on. But I was just looking and go, you know what? If that if that builder because I'm I'm knackered, so I walked yeah. off. But there's a you lot. Of... Funny, I, I've worked with this geezer, right? I I call him a friend, but he's a, such a maverick, right? So when I was back in Croydon, his agency Spark. He lived he lived he lived uh, local to me. And we've been on a few jobs together and stuff like that. And one day he phones me up and goes, I've got a job for you. 
do you want to come and work for me? I've got a block of flats. I was like, what are you talking about? How have you managed that? He goes, mate, I just chanced it. He said, they <laughs> supply everything. I just supply labor and I run the job for them. And I was like, all right, sweet. So I went there. It's good money, real good money, real good screw. Mm. He never even turned up at all. He went into it knowing that the job was all like, he went into it as a money grab. And I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, I would totally. He went into it yeah. as a money grab. Do you know he made 200 grand out of that? He nicked 200 grand out of the job. They kicked him off the job at the end <laughs> because he in didn't come in. He just would run oh, it from he'd his run it from, Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? There is, I don't know if you get them as much anymore, but because everyone's screwing up, aren't they? But there was jobs where you're like, fucking, I can make like 400 grand out of this. And I've gone, you know what? I just got, if I ever got a bad vibe, and I know, no one can explain to me, I was like, I'm, my mate got me for a job fitting some generators in the hospital. I was like, I've got a totally bad vibe out of the main contract. I'm not doing it. He's like, what do you mean you fucking, if we could make a fortune? I never know what happened. Don't know if they went good or bad, but, but it didn't matter you've if got to go bust. with your instinct. Oh could yeah. I mean, if he's in a win -win situation. He set up his, a limited company. Yeah. He went into it. He'd put his invoice in and hope to get paid. And then he'd get paid. He'd dish out to the lads. Yeah. And then he'd keep the cream for himself. He went into it knowing that he was going to get fucked at some point. It's high risk though, isn't it? Because do you want 30 sparkers knocking on your door at night? Because I don't. <laughs> no, no, but he kept enough of the cream to cover it when it would happen. But then made 200 grand out of the job. It's a whole he just went podcast, in with, it? He went in balls out, cleaned up. But again, it's a risk. He could have gone in. And got absolutely mullered. Yeah. But he and went in is... and mullered them. It was a success story. It's not a greatest story. It's a bit naughty. No, no. It's but it's one of them. It? I, I would imagine if he's Sparky who starts off, he'll sit there one night on the kitchen table rubbing the thumb together and going, sure, what's, what should I do here? And they're the ones that make or break, don't they? Have you got the bailiffs coming back around for your van or you're walking away with a few hundred grand? But he didn't no care. one, what I've also said about this is, yeah, <laughs> no one's teaching you that shit on a course, are there? Yeah, no one's. Even. <laughs> no. Even even people like if if you got him on now and sat him here, he won't tell you how to make money, would I? I can't tell you how to make money. I've I've done all right, but I can't. I've got I've only got advice. He's and a bit of a duck and diver, and one day I might see if I can get him on. I doubt they're it. the best ones, though, aren't they? You can deal he with just, him. Got a bit of balance. He just pulled off the like a massive cash grab. Ten minutes from his house, they're building these flats, and he pulled off this cash grab by just going in there, balls out, saying, "Yeah, I'll do this." I'll supply the labour, you supply the gear, I'll run the job. He had this other get the had this geezer running the job for him. I was there working. I weren't there long because it was a weird job and then I, plus I moved. <laughs> and mate, he cleaned it up just by having the balls to go in there and do it, set his own terms, they bit his hand off, and he just he had two hundred grand out of it and good luck to him. If you are if you are going on your own, and I think I met, I thought about this the other day, and I want to mention it because it it relates to everything we just said. Then yeah, there's one thing you do need. Do you know what it is? Go on. Anyone's got their own. Everyone's going to admit to having a bit of this. Go on. Look. Oh, fully. It's one fully. way or the other. Like you can be the you can go on. You can read every autobiography by every businessman in the world. Go on the business courses. Read the HMRC inside out, and it all just boils down to one day. Whether you're in the right place or the right time, or you've got look at Jim will probably get it. He'll probably be in the right place at the right time. So go, I've seen you on YouTube. I, I own a massive, I don't know, widget making factory. I want an electrician. I literally went around to do one of my mate's jobs. Uh, a guy called Kenner 
he might listen. He uh, he used to fit kitchens. He used to the people used to do electrics for kitchens. He became a sparky, short course sparker, did the electric kitchens. And one day he goes, I'm round a guy's ass. Um, he wants Sky putting in to his bedroom, and I don't know how you do it. Will you come and do it for me? So I went round there. Fucking ass was massive. Yeah, guy owned a big ink factory like that. Make if you've got a label in here that's got ink in it, they make it. And he went, oh, I need some work doing that my factory. Seven years of work there for it paid Not my mortgage off. You know what I mean? And I, that, I, I, I can't teach anyone that. That just happened. But I was in the right place mm. at the right time, and it just happened. And I think everyone has one of those moments, as much as everyone has one of their moments where they're like, oh, what the fuck have I done here? So yeah, you can't. It's just, I think there's a lot of luck involved personally, and I would always say that to anyone starting out. Yeah. How important do you think, though, this is a question to both of you, is building a good reputation? Like, I know a couple of people who have, who are getting so much work now because they're reliable <laughs> and they do a good job. And it is, <clears throat> they're, they're batting it away. Yeah, I... I... I think the basics people forget is like just turn up on time. Like I tell a customer I'm going to be there for eight, I'm there at eight and I'll, I'll just clean up and get the job done. Like, and that is it. I think that's all customers want sometimes. And I try to explain to people, like I, like I have a joke with a boy sometimes in work or some of the customers that we actually do work for how much I charge myself, which I had a lot. They're like, but you can't charge half yourself. I'm like, oh, I can. Some people want to pay and just have a, you turn up on time, get a job done and, mm. Go home. It's tidy. That's all they want. People will pay the money for reliable service. They will. That's, that's, that's a pearl of wisdom oh. that that will go across everything. So in my game, that is like so the the subcontracting game. All the new guys and like where I'm doing a lot of like I'm in a more like management roles now. I just say, listen, you got to make yourself valuable, <laughs> stand out amongst amongst the others, and you do that by turning up on time every day even if you don't stay the whole day at least turn up on time and turn up consistently and you will become more valuable to people because the worst thing in the world is booking a tradesman and mm. then not turning up because now I'll add to that. it throws your schedule out what i'll add to that is um because you said both that is a great one i would i'll totally agree with that but other one is communication if you're over late ring them up and t- I'm, I'm late mate I've just done this. I've done that. That's sorted out for you. Don't what you have to do is done. Late. Well, no, not not if you like one of the regulars, like every day you're ringing up. But if you are known for being on time and you're late, mate, I've something's happened today. Communication's key. People just want to know where it is, what's happening. How it's, ring up, that job's done. I'm doing this one. Talking to people. I'd agree people with that. love knowing where they are. It, what I'm saying is if you are the guy that's early every day, don't not ring up because you're always early. Just honest. Honesty goes a long way, doesn't it? And big communication, I would say. And tidying up if you're if you're in a domestic one tidying up if you're if you're an electrician on a building site you don't do tidying up that's not what we went to college for three years for <laughs> you won't get a chef to watch your own pots would you no you don't so let them tidy up but if you're in someone's house unfortunately you have to use something called a broom that's pan and brush or a hoover now i don't really know what they are my wife would tell you i don't know but yeah, there's some good stuff coming out tonight. I think anyone who's starting out, I mean, if you're going to start this year, fucking good luck to you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, do you know what? Apparently, there's a loads the out there. Already. Well, I, I'll just, we, I said earlier that I, I looked for some sparks off Instagram. The email I got of my boss, this isn't commercially sensitive, yeah? 
he said, I've contacted a load of local Sparkies and every single one of them said to me, sorry, I'm really busy with the work. And they are a company. You can Google us and see how big a company we are. You know what I mean? You can you can see you're going to get paid, the reliable firm. But he says, literally, nice conversation with people. Really sorry. I can't fit you in. So maybe the economy's not as bad as it you looks. You find me, though, but... did you? Prick. Well, no, because you're fucking, you're not in that area of the country. That's why. Whatever. No, I think I think yeah, we haven't had issues with myself at work or the company I'm doing work for now. They haven't had any issues really with work. So whether it's a thing we notice a bit further down the line, the knock-on effect, but people still still seem to be wanting to spend the money, like especially but, commercial industrial. People have to spend the money to make the money. general gist from getting from this conversation is we're all agreeing that there is <clears throat> work. I'm not going to say plenty, but there is work there. Yeah, but I'll tell you what's not there is the right people. I bet every firm will whinge about They're talking about this, though, aren't they? They're talking about the skill shortage and like how, how there's not enough electricians and stuff, which is great for us. It's great for us, really. Those who are electricians now are competent and, and capable can go out there and earn a bit of dough and earn some proper money. I like, suppose if you start on your own, think about it, you should say to yourself, look at yourself <clears> and go, I'm a wank. And if you say <laughs> no, go on your own. If you say yeah, stop on the books. <laughs> <laughs> that's it just be honest with yourself I'm a shit or am I alright because if you're alright if you're a good sparker I stand by this to the day I die yeah if you are a good sparker you'll never be out of work but if you are a shit ass you'll always be, you can always find PAYE work but yeah just be honest with yourself about that before have you, you seen some of PAYE job like I don't know if you guys keep keep your nose to the ground or anything, but when you see like on Indeed or something, they're like thirty eight to forty one thousand pound a year for a PAYE spot. I've seen less than that today. Um, I've had a couple of emails just before I got up here. One of them was a commission engineer. Yeah, I'm not sure what for. I think it was machinery, but that's a skilled job. You need to not only know how the machine goes in and works, but how to tweak it to make it work. Yeah, and it was thirty five grand. I emailed the back out and go, "Are you fucking nuts? Are you taking the piss?" <laughs> So fine. I just, it's like, don't get, Sam said this before, it's only a race, Sam's quote, if, it's only a race to the bottom if you get in the race in it. Exactly. So like, if you see that job for 35 grand this month, think I could do that, but I'm not taking that pay cut. There's a good chance next month it'll have gone up because they haven't found anyone. That's an interesting point, actually. How are you, oh, it's gone out of my head. So dumb. So... <laughs> No, it's back. Professional podcasters, we are. Hold on. This is the professional podcast. When it comes to pricing a job, obviously you're not caught up in a race at the bottom because you can be choosy. How are you finding that? And is that something that you've had to consider? Yeah. So recently, I was just um, the way I've always thought is how long that job will take me. I I know myself how much I need to charge an hour, and I would just divide that up and how long it's going to take me if that makes sense. But lately, I've started to find that. I'm getting like more quotes, obviously month by month. So it's hard to get these places to check how long they're going to take. Like some people, I want two lights. Oh, well, that doesn't really help me. Um, so I've said <laughs> to a lot of people now, like this is my start uh, first hour cost, and then every other hour is this much, and it's just easier for me. Obviously, I get a rough gauge how long something's going to take, so I know if I can book two jobs in that day or just keep it as one, and that's it. So I prefer doing it, giving them my hourly rate, unless I know exactly how long something's going to take. I'll just say my day rate then. But are you finding yourself getting, like, because a lot of people moan about, oh, there'd be someone, like, I don't know, putting an EV charger. Oh, there'd be someone who'd do it for 150 quid rather than charging 400 quid in labour. They'd do it for 100 quid in labour. 
Are you finding yourself coming up against that? And do you care about coming up against that? Because you know your skill set, you know what you can do, and you're not interested in joining that race to the bottom. No, I don't get involved in any of that. If people, if people want to go for a cheaper coat, crack on it. But it makes a difference to me. I I know my standard of work is always good. I'm never going to rush a job. I know what I'm going to do is decent. So if people don't want to pay for it, fair enough. That's a really powerful position to come from. Because like, uh, uh, I, I never understood... and. I, well, I have understood that people really, really believe in this race at the bottom. And I did at one point when it was when I was all involved in unions and all that old shit, there was a race at the bottom because we all believed that we was worth more and we weren't getting it and that someone's going to come over from Eastern Europe and take our jobs and stuff like that. But when you realise you are in charge of what you accept from life. It's your choice to accept these shit, um, shit yeah. rates, these shit customers. It's entirely your choice. You don't have to. I know. I know. It. I know why people do it. Though. It's like some people like myself, like people like me would have just jumped straight in the deep end. No, some people work. They need to get work every single day. So they but need the, the but ones. Those that... people sometimes are working for nothing, aren't they? This is what I'm saying. So it's like they're, they're undercutting themselves. They're working their ass off every single day to try and grow their own business. But, they're earning peanuts every day mm. because it, they got to charge cheap to get a job. And it's just, it's, it's just not worth it. It's like, that's why I prefer doing what I'm doing. I'm not saying it's right what I'm doing. I don't know. No, I'm, no, like, no. I'm no expert, but I find it, like I said, I got my set wage. I can pick what jobs I want and I'll just slowly do it. Like what that's... I do for me, I just don't understand the jumping in balls deep and just, you know, getting hectic, charging low, like six pretty ICRs. And I was like, why? Just go self-employed, build up your customer base slowly, and then go from here. That's my opinion, but whether that's there's, right or not, I have said before, it, it can be a cesspit. Like, you know, there's a lot of electrical groups on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, there's cesspits. It's just people taking the piss out of each other. Right right or wrong, people have been banned or whatever. But what I'm, what I'm saying, what I'm trying all this year is, if we was more of a community and stuck together more, we'd all be better off. If people weren't undercutting people or... going to happen. I know it's not. I know, but what I'm saying, there's no place to discuss it. All we can do is maybe get that vibe out and hope people get. It. But if someone in Manchester and someone in Liverpool said, "Well, what are you charge and I'm charging for it," well, I charge for it. They're not in competition with each other, but they're managing the price at a reasonable rate. But when you get yeah, the local competition, it don't work. You yeah, and I, I agree, it doesn't work. I know, I know oh. exactly what you're saying, and I know it's done. But if we, I don't know. But what I'm getting at is, we're only shit on ourselves if we shit on each other. You know what I mean? It only ends up coming back on you as a trade. But I, like, again, you're right though in that there's no way you no can't way. price racket it. You can't have Facebook groups because you get dickheads on there being dickheads. Yeah, but there's no way of controlling thing, it. This is the thing with them Facebook groups as well. So this is what killed me. This is what killed me in unions ages ago, right? So when I set up the union, boring, boring. I set up a union, and boring. What you're not allowed allowed to do that. Yeah. What you're not allowed to do with with a union is have union only jobs. That's a closed shop. They do that in America, though, don't they? Interesting. They do that in America. So you get on a union job, you're looked after. You can't just have union only jobs. But what I done was I found a company that needed labour, and I gave them access to our membership pool so they could recruit from it. Yeah. On on a proviso, they pay twenty five pound an hour, eight till four, and this is this is a good few years back when the rate was seventeen, eighteen, nineteen pound an hour, and then after that there was like an uplift and stuff like that. I, I, I was it was my crowning achievement. There was a lot. There was two years worth of work, 
mm-hmm. is my crowning achievement. I had negotiated that mythical £200 a day for eight hours work for Agency Sparks and for self-employed subby Sparks on the agency circuit in London. Joe, you what know, they turned around and said, well, that's shit. I was like, well, how much are you earning at the moment? <laughs> not, pounds an hour. I was just like, what do you want from me? Oh, and do you know what? Do you know what the deal breaker was? The deal breaker was the geezer said, what I do want, though, is I want people to turn up with an impact driver mm-hmm. and a combi drill. Not an SDS. Yeah, yeah. Combi drill. The uproar. The uproar <laughs> from people in the groups was mental. There's like, I'm not turning up with combi drill. The <laughs> thing is, How dare no, he? there's no such thing as a utopia. And I'm not suggesting there's going to be. But what I will say is, I think the people that listen to pods come do like good stuff on Instagram, they're a different breed of sparkies. The bottom ends of the wanker ends of sparkies and the twat ends of sparkies, and that they're not on social media, they don't care. You do bump into better people on here, and it's a wise pool to pick from, as we found out at the start when Jim's on about YouTube. But you always get those renegade dickheads. That you go, right, we've got your gold-plated SDS, a gold-plated comma drill. We're going to drive to work every morning in Bentley. You're going to get paid four grand. They go, well, well, is the food free? <laughs> no, it's I not. believe and it. they're just moan, moan, not moan. Only, not only did they say, that was there uproar about a combi drill, yeah? The geezers, I was, I was working in the same building as some of the geezers moaning about it, who had all of their shit with them. All they of their it. power they tools it. They've got it already. <laughs> Still and I was like, but you, you've got all your shit with you already. And they're like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> I was like, I'm working the same building as you. Yeah, but I'm doing oh, it on price. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? They'll you got it. Always, there's always them. They, they frequent contracts, as you know. They never go on their own because they wank. But there's obviously every every... Every single train has got them in it. There's always the twats at the top and the twats at the bottom. Just the politics. It's the same in it. If you're in the middle floating around, you can always get on, can't you, and be un- so, united. This is the question to end the show. Jimbo, are you a twat at the top or a twat at the bottom? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's, I think the thing is, like, what I want to end on is, it's been good. It's been good listening to you and I'm sure some people listen to this because they're starting off, yeah? Where have you got your best advice from? Me. I don't know, to be honest. It's probably social... I don't know. I, I haven't really been If it's everywhere, every... say... Don't, I'm not... You ain't got to say... Yeah, Bob, if it's everywhere, you say, say it. me, you're never coming back on. It's, it's kind of a bit... It's kind of a bit of everyone. You take a bit of advice from everyone you speak to, meet in life. You just That is take... probably the best thing you could say because that means everyone can find out, can't they? So like, that's the wankiest yeah. answer of all time. Like, no, it's not. Oh, just, it's not... I just pick it up from everyone. No, that, that, no. That's you get, like, I, I, I've had people telling me, I had everyone tell me, don't move to London. Best thing I did was move to London. I took my own judgment on that. And then I have little advice from people, do this, do that, and I'll take it on board what I want to take on and then use it to whether I think it's good or bad. But so you take, listen to everyone's advice and make your own mind up. There you go. Basically. What a fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say but one... I, I don't know everything. Obviously, I, I could be making the wrong decisions every single day on growing a business. I don't know. But you've no, got to do your own thing. I'll, I'll tell you this one, yeah? <laughs> and a lot of people have heard this one before, yeah? And I'll, I'll say this. If you're in business, here's your rules, yeah? I forgot the rhyme. What's the rhyme? Profit <laughs> is vanity. Cash flow. No, fucking hell. What is it? Ah, oh, Profit is... Ah. Oh. 
Turnovers vanity. Turnovers vanity. Cash flow sanity. Oh, fuck off. I'll put it on the comment. <laughs> Monday Club, we're out. <laughs>